and we are live hey everybody this is toya and welcome to soul tipful you're in for a treat today my beautiful dare i say colleague definitely my dear sister and definitely my director i am in a i'm in a, a soap opera a virtual soap opera and she's my director y'all um, so a, a whole lot of, she does a whole lot of stuff too that we'll discuss in the show, but she's going to talk to us today about uh, living that extraordinary life. You can, I can, we all can, and she is doing it right now. So without further ado, welcome to Sultiful, and today we have Courtney Omega. Hi, and welcome to Sultiful. so simple hello oh 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 i'm toya hello hello oh. hi i'm janet are you muted nakia you're muted hi i'm nakia <laughs> welcome to sultiple y'all we're so glad that you're here with us today it's going to be an amazing show as always, our first segment is always what you're working now. So let's hear it, Nakia. You're working on a lot of stuff, sis. What's going on? Um, I am working on a proposal for SCORE, Washington, D.C. chapter. Um, it is a um, RFP for services. So it'll be my biggest services tonight. So I'm pretty nervous, but I'm working on it. What is an RFP for those who don't know? An RFP is a request for proposal. Oh, and what is SCORE? SCORE is a national nonprofit that helps business owners, entrepreneurs get on the right path. They mentor you. Yes, yes, yes. Love SCORE. Awesome. And Janit, Janit, Janice Jack. Um, what did I do today? Um, I was cleaning out my Dubsado, um, removing all my projects and then um just cleaning up my emails okay cool 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 awesome that's good it's just good to do housekeeping right so hey y'all i'm toya and today um i didn't mean to do this i was really i was at, i dropped my husband off at the airport and i was on my way back home but something made me stop and start working on social media stuff like i changed my picture and like 70, 70 people like my, my post. So that was amazing. So when I saw that happen, I immediately updated my website. I said, if people are coming to like my post, let them see my new website, even though it's not done. But uh, so just uh, working on a little social and uh, family stuff, just dropping my, my husband off and, and getting back home. So that's me. Courtney Omega. <laughs> well, I am working on... Um... A few things myself this weekend, actually. Uh, first of all, we have two more days of production for the situation this week. We have Wednesday, which is Reparations Wednesday. Our first, we have our out of situation that I'm producing. We will have Richard Rose from the NAACP. He will be sitting down with the Dr. F. Keith Slaughter himself and discussing uh, the upcoming elections on November 2nd. 
this Saturday, I will be doing a vegan cooking demonstration for the seventh annual Unity Festival for the beloved community church. I'm going to vegan gumbo yum and hosting a bar, which is salad, not seafood, y'all. For all of our Floridians that think a raw bar is a good old oyster and clam and mussel uh, kickback, it's, this will be a build your own salad or build a better salad. And this Sunday, I am uh, the guest with providing the ghoulish grovade punch for um, my sister's fall festival in Austell, Georgia. So I'm working on it all. Girl, you busy girl. I like to build your own salad though. Love that. I love a salad. Yes. I love that too. Mama Dorcha, she's sitting in the bed with the stomach ache. Love Alex. Ladies. So Mama Dorcha, we're praying that your stomach will feel super fantastic as soon <laughs> as possible. And Courtney, I'm sure you have something, some remedy for her. What's, what's she, what could help her with her stomach? I was going to say thank you. So she wants to make a ginger lemon and um and a little bit of a mint tea. Uh, just steep yeah. in it. That's all the ingredients you need. You don't even need to get a bag. Uh, just some raw or pickled ginger if you like to get pickled, which they sell on the international food aisles of most um, major shop uh shop centers um, market. And uh you know you can either get fresh mint. Or you can get, uh, you know what? What my daughter likes to do because she's a sugar, she's a sugar nut like uh, all Tauruses are. I'm learning they're all sugar fiends. Uh, she likes to crush up some peppermint and put that right in the tea. You know, let that dissolve down and put a little bit of um, put a little bit of lemon. And if you like, if you need more sweetener, you can definitely add some honey. But the gin will really do it for a stomach. Oh, uh, Mama Dorch, I wonder if it's certain right. type of teas that give you heartburn. Cocktail. Mm. Yeah, I wonder if it's mm. certain. I know for me, if I, a little water and lemon helps me. That helps my stomach settle most most of the times. Intolerant, just inherent. Our natural, naturally, our diets, uh, which are of course you know derivative of African culture and cuisine, and and the. Uh, what's available in Africa is not going to be cultured, you know, uh, and cured meats and cheeses. So this is why over time. So it's funny how that's the case, but we founders of macaroni and cheese, which is our most lactose friendly dish to eat a part of our soul food, food, you know, uh, cuisine, our soul food menu. But yes, we naturally lactose intolerant. Yeah, I think she means tea, period. So she's going to try lemon and water. Yeah. Toya loves that lemon and water. Mm -hmm. I do. I do. Because it helps me. I like what helps me. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, without further ado, um, to, Courtney has come here to just to really give it to us. Um, one thing I will say, just because Courtney is my friend, I said that I, I've loved watching her over the years because we all have the ability to kind of live on that unbeaten path and I think sometimes it's hard for intellectuals. And Courtney is indeed an intellectual. She is a scholar. She's definitely collegiate and all that kind of stuff. But she's, you know, she's she 
she's able to think outside of the box. She is a, definitely a serial entrepreneur and all that jazz. So Courtney, um, she, publicist, uh, producer, director, chef. I mean, it, the list goes on and on. So without further ado, Courtney, give it to us. Sis. Talk to us. Give it to y'all. Well, you know, I love, I love being able to just chat with um, people that get it. Because again, yeah. again for um, you know, I am so grateful that we, you know, met as neighbors, and we have continued to be friends and developed into sisters, and like you said, colleagues. You know, actually doing a project together is phenomenal. Uh, and I don't, I don't consider myself just directing you. I consider myself as uh, just, um, you know, we we're working together. We're building. We're building. So. I appreciate that glowing introduction and then welcoming me back to Soul to Soul. I love being here with you ladies. Y'all know I have three sisters. So this is always like, you know, coming home a bit. And as Toya can tell you, I like the chills. Anyway, this is good. Um, but I said, you know, people have different, there are levels to this when we talk about living your best life, right? And what does that mean for you personally? So I think that's the first thing. I like to break things down into, you know, three steps. Like whatever I'm doing, whatever I'm advising, I like to break things down into three steps. And um, I, you know, said, hey, what are, what are three things I wanted to focus on in regards to this conversation? In living an extraordinary life, we used to realize that's the first thing. Right. As we know, with uh, making a big change to our physique or to our health, it starts with little changes to our diets, you know, mm -hmm. just like and I'm sorry, I misheard. I thought um, uh, a sister uh, Dutch was um, uh, saying that she had eaten some cheese and she was having a stomachache. I didn't know she was saying she was she couldn't do tea. But like you mm -hmm. said, this is just hot water. So it's hot water, lemon um ginger and uh some mint if you want to crush up some uh, some peppermints and put it in in the hot water let it melt down that'll sweeten it a bit for, for you but at any um changing your your physique changes and i think that's what uh what what is kind of missed a lot of times when we think about creating a extraordinary life we think that these have got to be, you know, you've got to be huge thing. You've got to make huge accomplishments. If you're not doing it on the scale of Michelle Obama or, you know, a Tamika Mallory or, you know, um, if you're not uh, as wealthy and, and you're able to, to, to fund whole movements, you, you overlook the fact that you becoming a voice parent that can't attend PTA meetings. That is making a big change because that's an opportunity that a lot of our parents do miss, you know, and that's a lot of um, feedback that is needed from the, from the, this particular demographic in our school systems, which, you know, we don't, uh, we don't get access to certain funding and certain programs because there was nobody there to advocate on our behalf. So just saying, hey, I'm available. I'll attend those meetings and I'll report back to the other moms that couldn't. That's a small mm -hmm. change. That's a that's an extra hour or two a month because most of the time those PTA meetings are just once a month. You know, but able to big growth 
right? Yeah, that's definitely one of the small ways we can we can uh, we can look at because uh, how is you know I love this saying even if I don't never eat an elephant. All I would like to say I would never be in a position where I had to eat an elephant. But the saying goes, how do you eat one, an elephant? And it's one bite at a time. You know, mm-hmm. the same adage with a step of a, a, a the journey of uh, 10,000 miles starts with one step. You know, mm-hmm. we have to start looking at the small things that we can do and having um, the vision out in front of us to have accomplishments, but thinking, what can I do today, right now to start this change? And so... Um, uh, fortunately and unfortunately for me, I, I like to wake up every day with this type of notion, but some of the days it is, it is, um, you need, you do need a reset. And mm-hmm. I've had to learn that mm-hmm. in this, um, in this walk, you know, the past couple of years, because if COVID was nothing else, <laughs> it was a great opportunity to reset and I think that that was literally the universe telling us in a collective form, hey, y'all need to sit down for a minute because everybody's, you know, you know, social media, we Starbucking, we TikToking, we, you know, twerking, we, we, we marching, we rally, we're this, we're that, and sit down, sit down and just, you know, school stops, work stops, I tell you, so that people, some people, you know, um, want things to go back as 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 the the usual they want to go back to normal so to speak but courtney omega is not one of them uh the pandemic the COVID 19 um situation of course again heart goes out to the many people that have lost loved ones to the to to this um but it has provided an opportunity to look at with a different perspective and sometimes, you know, as a, a quote from one of my favorite movies of all time, um, the, uh, of, of course, X, uh, sometimes candor is the only kindness. So when, when I tell you you need to sit your butt down, I'm saying it with love. I'm saying it with love and with honesty. So, you know, um, these, are, these are just certain things I like to be mindful of. And again, even with that being said, I'm still human, you know, of course. And as I was telling a colleague of mine, another brother of mine as well, that even superhumans, even superheroes have human human sometimes. And sometimes we do need that rest. And that's something that I have to actually remind myself of, you know, not answering not not answering every call, you know, listening to the voicemail and seeing what they want and prioritizing how I'm going to spend out the rest of my day. Because um, years ago, I made a rule not to take work to bed with me. And uh, I have found myself in the last two or three, you know, weeks doing just that. And I literally had to stop myself on Monday. I literally had to stop myself and say, you know, I'm going to stop doing, you know, time into the bed I may take my Bible and journal and that you know but uh I'm not taking work to bed in with it you know because I, I'm not gonna work in my sleep you know I'm not gonna work by osmosis so um like I said sometimes I'll be very honest it is hard for me to even but I am I have this opportunity to to be here and 
be accountable because as you, you all uh, in Glow Up Nation, that's something that's very necessary. We always talk about being able to be aware. You have to be aware to be accountable. And so with me saying it out loud, that definitely puts me in a different mind frame of being accountable as well. That's good. So, um, thank you. Thank you. So that's something that I am definitely, you know, catching my breath for a second, but that's something that I am, you know, personally, I per- struggle with because, you know, I, I um, like, uh, you know, as Toya mentioned, um, I come from a very, you know, collegiate and academic zone, and uh, my family doesn't, for the most part, I have my sister here, fortunately, and I still understands and gets it, and we work on these projects and opportunities together. But for the most part, my family does not get and understand what do you mean you're not on a nine to five? You could be making a lot of money working for the city and the government, you know, um, me leaving the government um, uh, sector, one of the decisions that I've ever had to make uh, mm-hmm. because I was able to not only pay expenses out of one check, but I check and have left over. I was to just cat is trying to catch this fly in here, so he's gonna look. <laughs> but um, I have um, I had never had that in my adult life, and uh, here I was now, not having to, um, and not having to, you know, piecemeal things together. Well, I had had the opportunity in my adult life uh, to not piecemeal together, but not from a job. You know, mm-hmm. and so this is the first time that I've gotten something of pay that commiserated my degree. But uh, I felt like I was coming into a situation, and this is where we talk about being honest and the importance of being honest and the uh, the realization of being aware. Um, I had come into a situation where I found myself uh, challenged with... Um, uh, you know, my morals being compromised because mm. I was working in for in the government, but I was working for um, a gentleman that I was very attracted to who was also very married. And, you mm. know, there was never any infraction on his part, nor on my part, but just the fact that I was, I was very attracted to my and I said that I remotely being. And so luckily for me, God threw me, they say God always got a ram in the bush. God threw me the opportunity to have a uh, a resignation peacefully because uh, the opportunity to run for office presented itself. So I said, okay, I'm going to go ahead and run for office. And since I was working for the government, um, it would have been a conflict of interest to have this uh, this position with working for the government and being uh, elected official. So I went ahead and resigned. And, um, you know, I, I always look back at that moment as being, you know, that, that shouldn't have been the catalyst that played a big part. I 
wanted to make a smooth exit, but I still wanted to do something that was fulfilling my purpose. And mm-hmm. I do believe my purpose has um, always been to be a voice for the voiceless a representative and to just do it with the panache and professionalism and the poise that is my family's legacy. So I'm, I was proud to serve the Coconut Grove community as um, the youngest elected council member for this, the uh, term, the, the time that I did serve that term. Um, so that was also to let, letting purpose be your guide. I said again, question. Um, Okay. Um, in today's society, um, a lot of people seem to have a purpose. How do you know if your purpose is appropriate for the times? Does that make sense? You know, um, I I like to look at that question within the same regard of. I like to feel like I'm spirit led. I pray about mm-hmm. everything and anything. Um, you know, I get into my closet and I, you know, I say hey, if it's something I'm supposed to question and I like work these the freeze and I have three points of confirmation. That's me personally. Um, some people, again, their purpose is their legacy. You know, if that was something that their parents did, that's something that they do. For a long time, uh, you know, if you would have talked to me uh, 10 years ago, I didn't, I didn't see myself going into office, even with my grandmother being, you know, never having lost an election and being a two-time commissioner and two-time mayor. I didn't, I, I didn't see myself as, you know, picking up the, picking up that, that stride and thinking, okay, I'm going to you know, run for office. Like that wasn't something I was interested in. Um, so I think that depending, like you said, it seems everybody has a purpose, but you'd be surprised. Some people really don't. Some people there, they feel like their, their mission in life is just go to their job or your job well. And, um, the, but I think that they don't they don't hang that up on a purpose. They just have that as a task or mm-hmm. as a responsibility. That's a better term. But some people's purpose is to be a great mom because you don't know our great parent. You don't you don't realize how you serving and what you're doing is leading such a sound example. So sometimes mm-hmm. people are working in their purpose. I really, um I on the I think I I side on the um uh I think I err on the side of seeing there are more people that are living or that are actively going through their life but are not living and so they aren't even they aren't living for purpose and they not they're not living thinking that they have a purpose. I think that really comes from uh, uh, building a relationship with our one and only true Savior, the mm-hmm. um, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I really honestly believe that because even with the type of family that I had, I was raised very well, you know, um, had a great upbringing mm-hmm. and just felt really why. It wasn't until this 
benefit uh, myself to the to that relationship with God. Unfortunately, that happened. I won't say, I won't say but I am just come to that realization that the 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 looking, the searching, the seeking of that didn't even happen until I was divorcing. Mm-hmm. And once I once I got it, it was just like, whoa, nothing can keep me from it. You know, because I know God's with me on this. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like going into a game and knowing you playing with Michael Jordan. You know, it's like I got this because God, God told me, you know, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So I do think that it comes from first of all seeking, really wanting to you know, confirmation. And the confirmation, like I said, it might be different forms. It might come from it, from your children. It might come uh, from a song. It might mm-hmm. come from an opportunity that continues to present itself to, uh, which is kind of what happened with me with how I ended up back in Atlanta. You know, I was in Miami and um, I was planning on, after my council term was over, I planned on running for a commissioner. I planned on serving one term and I planned on repatriating back to Africa. That was my plan. And then when uh, COVID happened and I had a moment to sit still, things started coming into my recommended about homes in Atlanta. And I was just like, wow, I hadn't thought about moving back to Atlanta. So I thought that was odd that they just started flowing back in. Then as um, Toya mentioned earlier, I started working on, you know, the media project, the web series, the the soap opera um, Mm -hmm. that I'm um, writing. And come to find out my co-worker or my co-writer who I hadn't talked to literally in 20 years, um, she found me through my YouTube channel and she was, she was, uh, someone who I wrote with when I was in college. And so I said, hey, I'm writing this series and um, I'm planning on moving back, you know, to I'm thinking about moving to Atlanta because one of the production companies is in Atlanta. So I'm planning on selling it to them. And she said, well, you know, she's from she's from Texas, y'all. So she said, well, if you come into if you're coming to Atlanta, you better come on because I'm here. And I said, you're in Atlanta? And she said, yeah. And I said, wow. So that was two. And then I reached out to a friend of mine that I had known from Philadelphia. And she had just gotten divorced. So she had, you know, home and a space available. I said, hey, I'm, you know, planning on moving to Atlanta, but I don't have a place, you know. She said, you know, well, you know, yeah, we can make it work. You know, I have a house and, you know, we'll make it work. And so I got my three. I moved on up to Atlanta and, and I told God I didn't want to do them politics. I just wanted to write this series. And within two weeks of me saying that, I met a woman I had never, never known. I wasn't connected to her by any way, um, but she was running for county commissioner. And he said, God told her I was supposed to be her campaign director. And with that being said, um, I said, what's your budget? She made an offer I could not refuse. I agreed to be her campaign director. And um, though we didn't win the race, uh, she did get me the townhome. And uh, that's how I... So so it's God has a way of confirming when you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> I that's, that's what I mean to say. So it's, it's very, to me anyway, it's very important to have that relationship with, with the higher power with God. Because uh, other than that, you're... And to me, it starts in the dark. You know, something may hit. A broke clock is right two times a day. But to really get your purposes and to be, to have that support, 
you definitely want to um, have, have uh, you know, at the centerpiece of what you're doing. Absolutely. Yes, I have been thinking, thinking I'm of... Kooky. I'm kooky. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I have been thinking about pivoting. Um, we started a conference last year, so I've been thinking about pivoting to speaking, um, not just for the conference, but in, in support of the conference. Um, so I have been um, trying to set intentions to go with that. So I was just trying to figure out you know, um, what leads you to do certain things. Um, I'm still working on, okay, what is my platform and, you know, that type of thing. But I think that that is something that I do want to do. And like I said, confirmation, look for the confirmation. You'll see it in some of the most unexpected places. Like I said, I'm a little kooky. So... Um, you know, I, I, I'm not, I'm not textbook at all when it comes to these certain things. I'm no expert. I can just tell you, you know, how, how I've lived my life, but, uh, I definitely wish you well with the endeavor. And like I said, God has a way of confirming. If you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, I will, you know, he'll put you in, he'll put you in places you weren't even invited. (laughs) Literally. That is true. Oh my gosh! Mm, I was I was invited to a Facebook leadership group today, so that is very interesting. Because I I was like, "What is this? Come on, God, you know, just use me. Let me be a vessel. You know, my mouth ain't even my own. Just let God just speak through me. That's 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 that right there is confirmation. Like I said, you know, it'll come from places that you didn't even expect it. You know, we hadn't discussed that before. But look at there, look at there. Put you in places that you didn't even realize, you know, existed, you know. Um, um, and like I, like a friend of mine just told me yesterday, a friend and colleague, Brother Lazaric, I thank you so much. He really, he really poured some wonderful seed into me yesterday. Um, but he said, uh, said and word to for me yes and another I agree with that that I like to what was that again no hmm let me let me let me see let me rework that let me see how how um you know how we can use that as a as as a that's a launch pad for us to move towards the yes Absolutely. Yes. Yes. I I signed up for an accountability group that um, has coaching built into it for public speaking. So I think I'm in the right place to do what I need to do. Um, And I'm, I'm very excited about that. So I'm looking forward to it. That is exciting. I love accountability. Um, You know, it's definitely needed. I, I say children are the biggest accountability <laughs> officers you will have. I can't tell you how many times. Um, and you know, it's interesting with my daughter, right? If I say I'm on a fast or I say I'm fasting from certain things, my daughter never remembers what I'm fasting for until I reach for one of the cupcakes that she likes or, you know, something, you know, I guess you know, all the, she won't remember nothing, but 
Yeah. Mom, aren't you fasting from sugar? Aren't you? Isn't that on the list? It's not on the list. Aren't you fasting from sugar? Yeah, my daughter is the same way. She likes to hold me accountable. No, but I'm accountability definitely is needed in growth. Yeah, definitely. Children are great that way. I'm, I'm grown. I'm the mama. I'm grown. But, um, but, it, but accountability is needed for growth. It is because you know you. You don't miss what you don't measure. Um, mm -hmm. And so I think the awareness that comes from like the different, <coughs> he is actually one of, the, one of their homeschool fellows. What do we do? It's on Thursday. Nice. Um, different from re responsibility. Um, responsibility is knowing what you have to do. Accountability is knowing what you uh, doing something with the fact that you know what you have to do. Mm -hmm. So those are two two different. You know, they're 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 cut from the same cloth per se, but they just got some different text. They got some different different quality of the durability. Accountability is actually applying applying that and uh, being things a. When I say us, I don't mean when I don't I mean us as beings. You know, no one likes to really be accountable for, um, uh, you know, for things that, you know, we think that sh we we shouldn't even have any, because sometimes, as someone wise said too, it may not be your fault, but it is your problem, okay? Mm -hmm. So some things that we have to be accountable for, these aren't things that we were necessarily responsible for, but we still have to be accountable for how, how, you know, when I say certain things, because I can be a little sharp with this tongue, and I have to be accountable for how I, even if it's an intention to hurt, I still have to be accountable for how that made them feel. And right. I think that we... We, there's a there's there's a lot to learn from that. So again, kudos to you, Miss Nakia. Kudos for you. I have for another taking question. that step forward. Taking what step. is your definition of wealth? Mm -hmm. Since we're redefining wealth. Yes, that was my question. Oh wow! You know what? This is a great conversation because oh, so my um my ex husband, as Toya knows, Mr. Esquire, he's a he's a lawyer and he's a he's a he's a good one at that. He's a very smart one, very smart man, a lawyer, and his wife now is a lawyer as well. And so my children just came back from uh there. They go visit him once a month down in Miami, and they my mom. My daughter, you know, they, they, they're rich, they're healthy, but we're normal. We're normal. Yes. Huh? I said, we're wealthy. We're very wealthy. And she said, well, because, um, you know, they were able to, they, they, they go shopping, you know, once a month and they get anything they want off of Amazon and, you know, they're ordering up. And I said, Having access to money does not make you wealthy. Mm -hmm. Wealth comes from opportunity. And mm -hmm. so I'm I'm very wealthy in connections. I'm a mm -hmm. very well connected person. You know, I'm wealthy in the, the word of the Lord, very wealthy. 
you know, I'm wealthy, good friends, quality friends. I'm talking about friends that literally, literally have given me the shirt off their back. I'm talking about friends that when I lost my home, I was evicted from were able to put me rent free for six months in an apartment, you know, where it was just me and my children. I didn't have to go live in a shelter. I didn't have to go. I'm talking about friends that had positions, you know, in places that I was able to get, uh, you know, $150, $200 night rooms for $25 because they're in that. So, you know, I, I wanted to point her and I said, and also I'm wealthy in the fact that I don't have to run down, you know, um, money all day because I know my worth. I know my value. I don't have to run no, a paycheck off. I'm able to take a nap when I want to. The fact that, you know, honey, my, that's my daughter. At if, any given night, you know, no, I may not be able to take to the restaurant your choice every night. But I cook you whatever you want every night. It's wealthy. You know, if it's wealthy in the fact that I have these recipes, wealthy in the fact that I can get these ingredients, wealthy in the fact that I can put that thing together. Honey, I did a jerk pesto pasta last night, honey, knock socks off. I said, you know, they would put that in a restaurant somewhere. Cheesecake Factory would sell that for, you know, $35, $40 for the entree. But you can, you got to enjoy it last night for free. That's well. And so I said, we have to redefine what 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 that means, because I think that's directly tied to how people value themselves, their time, their energy, what they their purpose on, their priorities upon, and also where they see themselves making these impacts in life. A lot of people think that if they don't have uh, a lot of money, they can make a difference. That's so untrue. That's so untrue. I think about all of the, you know, I'm an author. Um, I think about all of the authors that have, that died penniless, that died mm -hmm. penniless, but were impacted by their, by their works. Um, Purvis Young, an amazing artist out of Overtown, Miami, Florida, you know, died very much, um, uh, not impoverished, but very much, you know, in their life because of, uh, you know, in the show, um, opportunities to get um, his, his, you know, properly being properly compensated for them. Now, one of the posthumously, Purvis Young is one of the the biggest well-known um, artists out of Miami. You know, and so we we really and think about our ancestors. Think about these plantations that they have built. Wink, wink. These properties they built, you know, think about the wealth that they have created with their own hands. Mm -hmm. But just because they don't have access to that money, you, we're, we, you know, you're not thinking of them as being well, ascendants of being wealthy. But mm -hmm. we are. So we're wealthy and, and plenty. Um, mm -hmm. But it's, again, where we put our value, where we put our value and put our priorities. I think that definitely dictates a lot. So the way I define wealth, I'd be the same way, you know, the next person does. But I think if we truly look at the things that um, make us happy in life or make a quality life, we will start to realize and appreciate 
that the um that these may not be things that are necessarily monetarily achieved. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't put a price on good hug, said Yala Van Van. You can't put no price on that. <laughs> a good hug, especially at a, a real time needed. You can't put no price on it. So that is true. And, and last time I checked, hugs are free. Good. Yes, I choose not to barter in that tender, but I understand. Well, you know, for a long time, I was definitely the one. I would say, um, you know, um, I, I had a saying, only hugs were good for kids and cops. That used to be my saying. And, um, you know, I, I have, like I said, definitely... The last, I would say the last 15 years of my life have been incredibly uh, eye-opening and absolutely just, you know, I've become a believer time and time again. And so, though, you know, I used to hate to say good morning. I would say ain't nothing good about a morning. And so that's why I was saying grand rising before the whole conscious and woke community I was saying that as a child, nothing good about a morning, you know. Um, you know, of course, the fact that you woke up, and I'd be like, you know, uh, every bit of the way I challenge my mom, I get through my son. I get through my son. But um, I would always say that, I said, she said, well, you're going to need something to say when you get up this, because, you know, it's rude to just not speak, you know, as you're walking through the house in the morning. So I said, you know, uh, good morning, grand rising, you know, and I always say it real sarcastically. But um, now those same words, you know, I love to um, to wake up and just to, first of all, to be able to wake up with the sun and not being, not having to beat the sun out to your job, just letting the sun wake you up, honey. Ooh, child. Grand rising. <laughs> Grand rising, top of the morning. Absolutely. I have a job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love my job though, so I'm good. I, I wish I had my my tissue. I mean, I said I I I'd offer a tissue up for you. You know, um, I, I haven't worked a a nine to five. I haven't worked a nine to five for about uh about three about two years now about three years about a year before the pandemic so about two years now mm-hmm. and that was actually a promise that I made with God when I was I was in the hospital shortly before the world shut down for because of COVID I was in the hospital with my daughter she had had an asthma attack and they were keeping her because they were um they were fearful that it might uh she was um at risk of developing pneumonia or some fluid mm-hmm. And so they kept us in the hospital and we were in the hospital. And I said, God, if you just let me sit still and not go back to work, I said, I'll do your will, God. Just let me sit still. And two weeks later, COVID happened. And I said, God, don't worry about his people. I never went, I never went back. I never went back to, to my job. And I love to tell the story because the people that I worked for were believers as well. I didn't have a typical nine to five and it was a cushy setup. It really was. It was probably the best 
job I had had since I worked for the city. But um, they were believers as well. I never went back to work, but they had Bible study every Tuesday. And I would go over there every Tuesday. And they never go to nobody. I never went back to work. But I would go over to the Bible study. I would bring food. I would bring my grove. But um, I never clocked in another day. I never clocked in another day at work. And it was amazing. And I still think, thank you both Kelly and Rick. They were very, um, very supportive actually during my move here to Atlanta. They are uh, very supportive. Like I said, wealthy, wealthy in connections I am. They, um, they put us up in a beautiful, beautiful uh, tri-level townhome. So we could move out of, you know, the apartment and uh, didn't have to have rent accruing after my move out date. So um, they put us up in a nice, beautiful townhome and we were able to stay there for a few weeks before we moved up here to Atlanta. So um, very, very appreciative. Very so I have one final question. I'm going to give you the final word. Yes, please. In creating change one task at a time, what is the most important task? Wow. The most important task, I think, is um, uh, being aware of what you want to do um, ultimately. Like I the the thousand miles start step. Oh, but you have to have vision. Like if if like I said, you know, in the top of the broadcast, if you are a parent and you're in a school system, you know what I would hate to hear? I'm not one for it. I'm not a gossipy type of female. I never have been. Um, I won't say I never have been, but as far as I remember, I haven't been. Um, I don't like people just complaining. So if you have, if you are aware of an issue that you want to tackle, um, talking about it is what you should do. I always play events, you know, I do events once a month. You can, you're going to find resources at my events. You're going to find people to connect with at my events. You won't find some free food at my events. What you will not find my at my events are instances. Okay. So you want to be aware of something that you want to accomplish. I think that's the first task, and it's very small. I think you should write. I always tell people to keep a journal handy. You know, I love to get these little journals from um, the dollar store. Um, when I have a little bit more in my budget, y'all, when I'm putting my price together and I have more in my budget, I might upgrade to something from Target or or even Dollar General, they're about three or four dollars at um at CS and at Walgreens. But mm -hmm. for the most part, you can get some nice ones too from Ross that are like four dollars, mm -hmm. that are like the bound ones. I have some on the other side. Um, but most of the time people give me those as gifts and I'm always mm -hmm. very grateful. But I write down, even if it's just a word at the top of there, I don't know if you see that, you know, it says never be the same. I write down a word from a song and I just let myself, you know, journal. I may write down a song title. 
I may write down um, a quote, an affirmation, but you want to write it down. You know, mm-hmm. if you're playing, I don't care how big it is. And I think like Ayanna said too, just stealing her a little bit, stealing her 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 um her quotes today a little bit. If your vision does not make you like a little scared, pee down your leg a little, it ain't big enough. And I think everybody mm-hmm. should have just an amazing yeah for them because like the saying goes, for the moon because that way if you don't succeed what among the stars. And you'll still be glowing. So you want to make sure that you have some type of vision. It may be something big. If you say, if you write down, I want this school system to be able to have, um, you know, uh, start school two hours later. Because Mm -hmm. getting seven-year-olds up at six o'clock in the morning is just not natural, you know. You may look at that and say, oh, they ain't never going to do that because I'm one person, I'm one person, I'm one person. But you'll be so surprised by when you put that thing down on paper, in these words down on paper and you see this, you'll be able to people can come into a line with people that help you with it. It may not be people that can help you with it. You'll be surprised at what you can do to do that. Things mm-hmm. like that start literally with a with with just a vote that builds, a vote that builds, a resolution that's made, resolution into legislation, and people realize how simply you know laws are man-made. We like to sit around here and act like, oh, well, that's against the law. Laws are made by man. Somebody wrote that down, and they just had enough people getting by. So we have to be aware of our work when we're envisioning and when we're living an extraordinary life. Thank you very much. Ooh, that was beautiful. My, my takeaway is be aware. Just be aware. Um, dream big. Dream big and, and be on purpose. Always. Yeah. What do you Always. have to lose by dreaming big, y'all? Nothing. What do we have to lose by dreaming big? Nothing. Nothing. And it's amazing that we can tell our children all the time, oh, you can do it, you can be it, you can do it. But then, you know, they look at us and we playing it small. Stop playing mm-hmm. small. Be extraordinary. Yes. And like you said, be on purpose. I love that. Get that on a shirt. On purpose. It is. It's coming. On purpose. Yes. 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 I may Ooh, be awesome late, but I'm on purpose. That's right. That's right. I'll keep it 40, 80, 110. Be on purpose. Absolutely. As long as you're on purpose, you're right on time. That's right. Ooh, as long as you're on purpose, sis, you right on time. Yes. Yes. Any other that's questions it. for Courtney? It. That's it. Mm-hmm. All right. Awesome. So we're going to go to our sponsor for today, and then we'll come back to you, Courtney, for your final word. Okay? Cool? So today's Absolutely. sponsor... Is none other than our beautiful, gorgeous, so intelligent, the kid down with a Kuwait. Yes. No, I am an administrative professional with over 24 years of experience, and I love to keep it super simple. So you can reach out to me at kidsvirtualservices.com. Awesome, awesome. 
And guys, um, the kid has managed some, some fantastic uh, projects for, for us, for my team. So definitely reach out. Go to kissvirtualservices.com. She is phenomenal. Yes. All right, Courtney, what's your final word, sis? here with everyone today. Shout out um, Pastor himself giving me such an opportunity that um, for and uh, it has been incredible. I've had connecting with the beloved community church as well as him giving me the opportunity to become their uh the the situations uh producer so this is a new opportunity a new uh a, a new opportunity a new role and a new show so i have been really enjoying my time i'm lining up some extraordinary guests that are being very well received looking at a number it just so so proud so proud that they're really doing this work um Absolutely, my diamond and son uh, came mama's mama's womb, mama's womb from mama's heart out of mama's womb. My my very own my very own legacy bearers. Um, and uh, last but not least, just wow, just uh, thanking God and for you know these opportunities and really really reminding myself every day to be grateful you know every day we have something to be grateful for and i think that um you know when we're talking about living an extraordinary life an extraordinary legacy that is absolutely tantamount that we must have this connection with uh the one from whom all blessings flow knowing who the source is where the resources come from uh, so I'm so grateful that God has literally connected me to wonderful opportunities and just giving me, uh, just giving me a reason every day, giving me a reason every day to do what I do uh, to my wonderful network, MX Media Group. Love y'all. Mean it. Um, uh, to my Glow Nation. Y'all keeping me glowing and going. Uh, to hey. all of my Colored Only Cafe community. All of my best. All of my glow, my UCF urban country homes, the whole spot uh, web well and be for it moving into our membership. Um, just thank you. You know, if I miss any me that I really do I really do love and appreciate you all I appreciate you I mean that TV will be my guest tomorrow on what's glowing on Wednesday definitely thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule um and so again uh you know I I just I just realized that we're we're not doing this thing alone there may be plenty of times that we're lonely but we're never alone so keep your head up all right shoulder back head up i'm say that going out going out the house keep your head head shoulders show head high shoulders back head high absolutely
All right. Well, thank you so much, y'all. Please like, comment, and subscribe. And Courtney, we couldn't hear everything at the end there, so please make sure you put all your information in the comments too when you get a chance. But thank you guys. We'll see you again this time oh, next sweet. week. Yes, I'm so Bye. Hi, and welcome to Soltiful.